0: That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com,
1: code LISTEN. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Barrett Carroll, you did something that I missed out on, something that I never really had the the courage to do myself. I, I really do regret, one of my regrets is I never went off backpacking. You did, but you don't, you you, you, prefer your children didn't good morning
2: good morning PJ thank you for having me on
1: you're, um, you're like, you wrote about this in the Guardian
2: yes I would
1: uh, you <laughs> went to Sydney when did you go
2: to Sydney I'm a total ludicrous I went to Sydney 1995. And um, I had a, a wonderful time. Um, and um, But in in my defense, I, I was going to Sydney. My children um, were traveling around Europe. And um, Sydney is, a, is very similar to Ireland. It's a very safe city. You can walk around with your wallet and your phone. And it's um, in many ways... My children are very naive because it is such a safe city. So I was um, worried out of my mind when they went to Europe um, just in January.
1: Because you didn't come home. You stayed.
2: I didn't come home. Yeah, I really liked it here.
1: <laughs> Would t- tell me about that for, before we go into what the kids did. So you just went off on a, a backpacking trip to, to Sydney. Supposed to stay how long?
2: Um, a year, I think, is what I told my mum.
1: And, and when was that? Um,
2: um, but I did have a permanent. That was in 1995. I had a. I did have a permanent visa. Um, but but I got that more because I I didn't want to have to change my job every three months. At the time, you had to change jobs every three months if you yeah. were on a working holiday visa. But um, I did intend to come back after a year. But it, it became evident really quickly that how um, so so much I liked it here. You I
1: went for a year and you stayed 28.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: what what you fall in love with
2: um I, I I think well the weather number one, the weather is lovely, and living here made me a very different person in in Ireland. um Anyone who knows me would tell you how much I hated the rain, how mm-hmm. <laughs> much I wouldn't go anywhere or do anything You if and there was me both sister, and you and me
1: both yeah.
2: I moaned and moaned and moaned, PJ, about the weather. Um, so it's, it sounds very shallow, but um, number one would be the weather. It's um, so much nicer here. Um, but also, it's um, Sydney's not that dissimilar to Ireland. The people are not that dissimilar. So um, even though it's on the other side of the world, it does you know, anyone who visits it does feel quite like home. So it's easy to settle here.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a big Irish community. Out
2: you there. have to come and visit.
1: I'd love to. So then, you're you how, now. How how old are your own children?
2: Well, um, they're um, eighteen and twenty-one now. Eighteen and twenty when they went on this trip, and the eighteen-year-old had just turned eighteen. Mm. And they also, you know, they came of age during COVID. So, so even the twenty-year-old had barely been out anywhere. You know,
1: Sydney natives, Sydney natives city. with Australian accents.
2: Um, yeah, a few little words here and there that sound Irish and they look really Irish. My children look really Irish. And They're, You know, at school, they were the ones that you could pinpoint and say they look Irish.
1: So why wouldn't they decide to say to you, well, mom, we want to go off to Europe? What was your first thoughts?
2: Um, well, look, I, you know. When they were planning this trip, um, you know, you pretend to be excited for them, but inside you're petrified. Um, so, and and part of that was because they were so young and they were meant to have a lot of friends go with them, but the flights were so expensive at the time, all the friends kind of fell away. So it ended up just being the two of them that went. And um, they were very young. Um, And my daughter at 18 in a lot of those hostels. Most of the people in the hostels are in their mid-20s, you know, some of them 30s. So she was a lot younger than everyone else. Um, But also, as I said, they're naive. They came of age during COVID. So they, you know, they didn't even have any street smarts for Sydney, not to talk about Rome and Naples, where you really do need to be smart. So I kind of knew that. And I think when you're their mom, you know what they don't know, yeah, um, and it's impossible, you know, not to worry. I didn't sleep for a whole month when they were gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what age were you when you took off?
2: I was 25. You see, I was a little bit older. Yeah, um, I was a little, and those five years, I think you learn a lot in those five years, but also when I came here, there was lots of close scrapes and lots of, you know, when you don't know a city and you don't know where you're going... Um, it's even with the best intentions you do you know, you do um run into situations. Um but I was a little bit older to be able to handle those. Mm-hmm.
1: I love the line in your piece where you say, As a parent, I am the victim of my own imagination. It's my job oh, to absolutely. conjure up worst yeah. case scenarios. You drive yourself mad, Barry.
2: I know, I know. With um, you know, um as an author that's what you do. You think of the worst a parent thinks of the worst case scenario and then add in you know, a crime author, and you know, you've got a double problem. <laughs> so, um, but my children are used to me sort of thinking of the worst case scenario. Um, but they did have something quite dramatic happen to one of somebody they knew. There was somebody they met up with in Rome, and um, he had a knife pulled on him in Rome. And um, so. Um, in many ways because that happened really early on I think that happened on the second or third night of their trip it even though they'd heard me saying be careful be careful be careful having that happen um and witnessing that directly was a lot more effective than anything I could say not that you can stop somebody from pulling a knife on you but it's good to be aware yeah
1: times are different though I think in the 90s parenting was different growing up was different our parents, when we went it away was. somewhere, our parents weren't too concerned of us getting up to, to mad stuff.
2: But I don't know and. if my mom would agree with that, PJ. No. My mom is listening in from Collard and Blarney right now. And I think she was, I can tell now how worried she was when I left, but really? I left without a backward glance. But you're right in that, you know, I, I wasn't in contact all the time. I guess that's different yeah um so um in many ways, you might think they're they're safer because you've got a better idea of where they are and you're able to track them better but um on the other side of that, you know they have phones and phones, even though for all their benefits, they're also a big risk keeping your phone safe and and crime around trying to get someone's phone and the fact that all your banking is on your phone and yeah um some of your um your ID is on your phone, and losing your phone is, is almost now worse than losing your passport Which or was, having your phone stolen. Um, so, so so, even though I think the 90s were different, um, it's easy to kind of say things are... It depends on um, whether you want to be tracked or not was <laughs> tracked. It <laughs> easier, really was know. it
1: easier, or would you think it's easier for your children today... Or for you in the 90s to get away with the bit of hard party on the side like if mum is on the phone every morning was, yeah, yeah. I think it was easier
2: for us for sure it was easier your for us your parents
1: either didn't know or didn't care or didn't want to know or had no way of finding probably had no way of finding out oh, what you were doing with your time
2: they definitely cared. But they cared about
1: <laughs> right. yeah, it. Right. but they didn't know. My did mum is
2: probably listening in detail right now. <laughs> so,
1: in other words, say not. Tr- say not. Don't get
2: into trouble. Say
1: not, ma'am. You didn't know but, um, then, and you're not going to know now. Okay.
2: <laughs> but
1: she's here talking to me at the end of the line. She's all right. She got through it all.
2: I did. I got through it all. And this, this is the thing that's so hard. I think you um, traveling is a it's a rite of passage, and you know. Um, that you have to let your children go, and it's funny. This piece in the Guardian was initially called "Come Home Safe," which is a completely different title to "I had I partied hard in the 1990s, and that's the last thing I want my children to do now." Um, it's, it's a you know, I I knew they had to go, and I know that you have to let them go, and it's a chance to grow and see the world and see yeah. how other people live. Well, as I say um, to you,
1: I, it's one of my, I have few regrets in my life, thankfully, but yeah. one of them is I didn't go. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You know, I do um, regret that. Well, it's never too late, PJ. You can come you can, to you Sydney. Can be, you can be talking
1: to Queen Bee through that one. Bear.
2: <laughs> I wish I could say it's a really short flight, but it's really no, not. No, no.
1: This is the thing. I, I'm I'm married to a woman who struggles with four hours to Lanzarote. So right, you know? okay, okay. <laughs>
2: Well I don't like flying. I don't like flying, but you know, you can still get through it and I'm sure um you can. it's really yeah, it's really rewarding when you get here. It's it's um, uh, as you, as I've said, somewhere you can settle into for twenty eight years. Oh, I've, <laughs> and I've talked to,
1: I've talked to, and you're not the first person who went for a year and stayed for 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 twenty five or more. Yeah. Do you do you ever get home? Do you ever get home?
2: I do. I was home at Christmas, so we came home at um, Christmas. Um, that was our first time since before the pandemic, so it was lovely to see everyone. And then the kids took off from Ireland on their solo.
1: Oh, well, from Ireland they venture. left.
0: For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: It was from Ireland they left. But to be honest, my family in Ireland were worse than me. Really? You know, they were all saying, are you letting them go on their own? I can't believe you're letting them go on their own. And she's only 18? I can't believe you. You know, they couldn't yeah. believe it. And then they started Why? telling me mugging stories from Italy and everywhere. And they made me worse.
1: But this is (laughs) here is I'm glad we got to this part because this is where I was going to go with the conversation. Anyone who ever travelled, like when you travelled in 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 1990 something, there was bad stuff happened in Australia. When people went to America and the J ones in the 80s and 90s, there was bad stuff happened in Boston, New York, and all this. But it wasn't fed to us on a continuous diet into this blasted thing in our paw. So when a youngster goes off to Paris or Rome or, or wherever they go, uh, all you see is the bad stuff.
2: Yeah, I don't know, PJ, because I think I think um, some cities are different to other cities. For, for a start, you know, you go into Paris or Rome, and if you're right in the center of the city, it is very full on, right? You yeah. can't, you've got to be very careful about what you're doing and where you're going. And that is kind of hard for a young person Cork, to navigate. You know?
1: You got to be careful in Cork. <laughs>
2: right? uh, Cork is a lovely place, and um, they—it's—it's um, very hard for young, for even my age, to navigate. You know, you can't. Um, there's a lot of learning with with that, but they. I don't. I. I don't think that we necessarily hear half of it through our phone. And um, but these were all personal stories of people who got months Yeah, <laughs> they were all kind of personal, first-hand stories. Yeah, which you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Your daughter met pickpockets um, in Naples. Like that can't have been easy. And of course, the thing is, she told you no, about it afterwards. Yeah. Were, were you glad she, she told you about it, or were you saying, "Oh God, why would you tell me"?
2: Well, I think she, she in particular was a little bit out of her depth because she was so young. So I didn't have to worry about, I didn't have to say to them, call me, call me. She called me a lot. Mm. She called me. She missed me big time, PJ, big time. You know, I was her favorite person when she came back. <laughs> so whereas my son walked in the door planning his next trip, he didn't miss me at all. Um,
1: Where does yeah, he want to go Next.
2: He wants to um, again launch from Ireland. We'll come. We're coming home next year, and wants to launch from Ireland, and go to Amsterdam, down through Germany and Prague, and do that little cool. loop. Cool. Yeah, but he was planning that the day after he came back. A friend was here, and they were making a detailed plan. So you're, I you're, guess.
1: And you were sitting. With your head my in daughter? Your hands. Went
2: into her bedroom and was so happy. <laughs> happy that was she, she wasn't was. Will she go
1: again? Will she go again?
2: I think she will. Um, she will go again. And um, but you know, eighteen is really young. It's young. Um, most of those um, people are traveling are in the mid twenties, and she was a little bit out of her depth.
1: Mm. She said that to you, or a bit of such. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And like when you're on an eighteen year old and you're on a train and you can feel people's hands on you trying to, you know, mm. that's hard for any age, but. Um, you know but it was an amazing learning experience for her and um and yeah as i said i became you know she really missed me
1: (laughs) so so to the parents of cork who are listening to us here bear and there are conversations at the dinner table you know ma'am dad i think it's time i packed a bag and went away for 12 months what would you say
2: Look, I, 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 similarly to what I, I said earlier, you got, you have to leave them go. Um, and I think the best thing, actually, the best piece of advice I would do is I would get them to talk to somebody who has traveled. Because when they hear um, about these kind of safety precautions from you, they kind of shut down. But when they hear it from one of their contemporaries, they really listen. That's a great point. Um, and so, so when they were travelling, they met a lot of people who were older than them. And at one point, my son was going to the bar um, or going to the bathroom, and he left his drink unattended. And this um, young person from Argentina went, "What are you doing? Don't do that." Yeah. And he was sort of told off by somebody his own his own age. And that um, hearing that kind of information from somebody their own age is a lot more powerful oh, yeah. than hearing it from us.
1: It is. It is indeed,
2: Um, and and the other thing I would say is, in terms of your phone, you need some sort of plan if something happens to your phone or if it gets stolen or lost, because now that's a very complicated thing. Um, Everything is there. All your travel bookings are on it. All your, you know, your ID, your banking, everything. It's it's. um, So they're they're my two pieces of advice, but ultimately you need to let them go. (laughs)
1: Let them go. Yeah, you need to yeah. you need to let them go, even though you yourself didn't want them to. No, I
2: didn't.
1: No. <laughs> For our great conversation, um, and and by the way, what's the weather like in Sydney today?
2: Um, it's beautiful. It's well, it's we're kind of going into winter. Yeah. Um, and um, it was I don't know. I think maybe seventeen, eighteen degrees today. Take but that. Cool at night. It's cool now. You know, ten degrees, nine, ten degrees now. Okay. Um. But a beautiful sunny day today. It was gorgeous.
1: We take that. We take a few of them. Thank you, Burr from Sydney. Left here to go backpacking for a year in 1995 and never came back. (laughs) And then her two kids decided they were going off backpacking and she didn't want them to go. Quartz 96 FM.